0: Coming up after 10.15, the millennial panel will discuss uh, uh, the changing role, I guess, of marriage or how millennials have changed what marriage is all about and the new mantra of the single millennial, fast sex, slow love. There's a... Does the shoe fit? We'll talk to them about this and many more other topics and whatever else you want to throw their way. But first... Time to check out our inbox. Your texts are always welcome. Connect with passion at 514-800. Remember, you can always email me to laurie at com for any of your questions as well during the week, and I answer them at the beginning of every show. Uh, Hi, I am a 28-year-old male, and for the last six months... I've been battling losing my erection, whether I'm by myself masturbating or with a girl. I'm in the gym five days a week and eat relatively healthy, but this is taking a toll on my confidence. What should I do? So a couple of things I look at. First of all, age, right? So 28 years old, I this is where I would question, is this really something physical or psychological. Generally, I would go with the psychological. But in this case, there's a little clue... And it's that it happens to you with masturbation as well as with a partner. So when I see, when young men write to me and they talk about losing their erections, it usually is only in the context of either intercourse or uh, any kind of sexual activity with a partner. So, but if it happens all around with any activity, including masturbation, I would uh, immediately send you to see your doctor to do whatever tests may be done. And your doctor may refer you to a specialist, like a urologist, to see what's going on. A urologist can actually test the blood flow uh, in your penis. It's like taking a, a blood pressure, but looking at the blood flow to the penis. So, I think we need to go with a thorough investigation to get to the root of this, uh, which of course I, I have so limited information with what you've given me that I can't even ask you the questions that I would need to know. But, um, this is where you would need like a a thorough investigation and questions uh, uh, maybe about things that have changed in the last six months, like, uh, stress level medication. I don't know if you're on any medication, um, things like that. So you need like a, a medical, um, just a medical evaluation to figure it out. Another question, I was 17 when my daughter was born. Yes, I know I was a baby myself. My daughter was born at 26 weeks, not even into my third trimester. However, it was a natural birth. My water broke and everything went as if I was at full term. It wasn't until after she was born that I found out I have a tilted uterus. From my understanding, my uterus has flipped and she probably just didn't have any more room to grow my question is, can the trauma of going through preterm labor have further effects on my body as in infertility, low sex drive, etc., or even the tilted uterus, can that have a kind of effect on my reproductive health or just sex life in general? So that's a good question um although uh first let me just tell you a uh, uh, tilted uterus is often called a tipped uterus or retroverted uh, which really about 20% of women have which they don't even know that their uterus is is tilted and upon examination a doctor a gynecologist will be able to to see that but just to let you know it's it's really highly unlikely that the positioning of your uterus is going to affect your sex drive Uh, number one, or even your um, uh, fertility. Uh, But some women do complain of pain during intercourse in certain positions uh, who have these retroverted or tilted uh, uterus. And one explanation is that the, the pain is caused by the penis bumping against the cervix during intercourse. And if the uterus is pointing downwards instead of, it's like an upside down pair, then it might be knocking up against that bottom part. And so women might feel pain. So... Uh Women who have a tilted uterus do prefer positions like the missionary position uh, or positions that are face to face, which means it's not uh, they avoid the deep thrusting kinds of positions, so you have to make sure that you communicate to your partner if it hurts. And if you're feeling any discomfort, then change your position. So you're going to have to experiment with, uh, with different positions that, uh, that are good for you. But that's about it in terms of uh, the effect on, uh, on one's sex life. I'm an 18-year-old female, and like most people, I have my insecurities, but they have uh, held me back quite a bit. I've developed a fear of any type of sexual interaction. I am worried that my partner won't like the parts of me I don't like. I don't know how to get over this fear. I've been granted many opportunities to experience sex, but my fear holds me back too much. I guess my question would be, how do you make sure you're comfortable enough when going through uh, with sex? So body image is a big thing, right? How you feel about yourself generally, uh, of course is going to have an impact on your sexuality when you feel good about yourself it's much easier to be open maybe less timid about sex it's not like we all have our insecurities. I don't really know anybody who doesn't have any insecurities, but the reality is n- no one is perfect. Unlike what you see in, you know, porn, but real people are, uh, are not perfect. You don't need to have a perfect body to be attractive. You don't need to have a perfect body to be desirable and you don't need to have a perfect body to have great sex. Unfortunately, we are our w- worst critics, right? Uh, and I, I I can tell you after talking to a lot of partners and, and men that um, they care far less about specific parts of your body and care far more about how confident you feel in your body because that's sexy. How confident you feel in your body is what makes a person sexy, not necessarily what, uh, what size you are. I, I've I've known some, uh, much, uh, you know, bigger women who are, who exude, uh, sexiness and, and sexuality, but they're comfortable in their skin. And that's, uh, that's important. So first of all, work on, uh, your body image and any other, uh, insecurities that you are, uh, struggling with. And I would do that by working with a therapist, looking at your history, Like what led to some of these insecurities, some of the messages that you've gotten, where you've Uh, kind of learned to not like yourself. Like there's root causes for some of these things that could be worked through, um, but you would want to do this with a counselor or a therapist. You're 18, so my guess is you're in school or college. If you go to uh, your college's uh, health services, and all colleges uh, I think have that, uh, you could probably uh, find yourself uh, a therapist who would be available at no cost or minimal cost, uh, to you, so there are psychologists on staff and and such that you can uh, you can check out. Coming up, we've got a millennial panel for you. We'll be going live on Facebook, so you might want to. Uh, Go right now to like the Dr. Lori page, Betito page. B e t i t o is how you spell my last name. L a u r i e is my first name. So if you go to that page, uh, click like, then you'll get, always get notified when we go live. And we usually go live on Facebook when we have uh, our specific panels. Tonight, the Millennial panel are going to discuss uh, marriage, how they feel about marriage, and long-term relationships, and the new mantra of the single millennial, fast sex, slow love. It seems to be, uh, it's what I'm seeing around. I don't know if that's uh, truth or or not. Uh, and also we'll talk about um, a piece from, uh, one journalist wrote a piece called The War on Men. And uh, she stated that the problem millennial men have is that women aren't women anymore. And what the heck does that mean? This is Passion on CJD 800. We've got the millennial panel right here. Is marriage getting a generational facelift? Well, apparently there are uh, several ways millennials are changing marriages. Uh, let me give you a few. Uh, millennials are being much more strategic when it comes to love. Uh, They and that's changing marriage. Millennials tend to fear getting divorced and are financially burdened, so they are marrying later in life as they take time to get to know their partner, accumulate assets, and become financially successful. Uh, And some millennials, almost a quarter, aren't planning on getting married at all, so the marriage rate is declining. Why is that why don't we ask them and see what they think? Chincia is here, she's a singer songwriter and the front woman for Chincia and the Eclipse. A regular welcome back, Chincia. Happy to be back! Thank you. And we have uh, Brianna Chiz, who's a food blogger, Foodie Bree is her uh, tag there and Matt Rosniak who's a professional MMA fighter you are outnumbered by like tons of estrogen in the room I hope you can That's hope okay. you can handle us oh, from... I have
1: enough testosterone for everybody <laughs>
0: really of course you yeah. do uh, Matt Matt is a, a a pro MMA fighter and he's the co-founder of 360 Punch which of course you hear me talk about all the time or you see me post about it because well Matt trains me in boxing and, and other stuff I so just no beast. sharing I'm a beast Lori's yeah a beast. She's not
1: animal.
0: All right, no, no share, no, you know, secrets given away. Okay, I'll
1: share it to the Facebook. Uh, yeah. Inside. All <laughs> right,
0: uh, we are live on Facebook. Thanks to Paris Mansuri, who's behind the camera. So uh, go check us out. Go to my Facebook page, either my uh, Lori Petito page or my Doctor Lori Petito page, and you can watch and interact with us because we get to learn a lot uh, about these guys behind the scenes. We have uh, our great conversations. Uh, really do continue. So I want to go one by one, and I want to know where your status is, like a girlfriend, long-term, blah, 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 and what your plans are uh, for uh, marriage. (laughs) Matt, that might put you on the spot with your girlfriend who's listening, right? (laughs) I hope you told her not to. (laughs)
2: Jinsia, what about you? Um, So I'm single, and I think my status on marriage kind of depends on the person I'm with because I've been with people where I was like, I'm never going to get married. And then I've been with people who I thought I'd like get married and have their kids. So I think it depends on the partner.
0: So is marriage for you something that you see in your future or it doesn't – it's like one of those things, meh, meh. if it happens, happens. Yeah, it happen. I think it's a possibility,
2: but I'm not banking on it. Interesting.
0: <laughs> you know, there was generations where like that was the goal, right? It yeah, was like, oh, definitely. This is what I'm trying to get at to see that that generational shift in terms of how we feel about marriage, Matt. What about you?
1: Well, I, I was actually gonna just touch on that for a second. So, like, I I agree wholeheartedly that the generations are different, that the goals of each generation are different. So, um for instance, like, you know, Maslow's hierarchy, right? You mm-hmm. have your hierarchy of needs. Um, I went to a therapist not like maybe a year ago, and she was still harping on that. But like that doesn't exist anymore. Like the ge- like the generations are like a fist away. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like uh, like the generations are just different. What I find millennials, we're not in the same economic situation as our predecessors were. Um, not in the same cultural situation. So can it's, you explain
0: a bit more okay, in terms well, of the financial? What well, I mean,
1: fina- financially, like. Um, minimum wage has increased like like a fraction of what um, the, cost in, of living, uh, yeah. the cost of living has mm-hmm. increased over the same time, right? So, I mean, it's, it, it's just a different landscape that you're looking at. So, I mean, whereas you just said before, whereas the goal of the household, let's say uh, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, was to start a family, nuclear family, white picket fence, the whole deal. Uh, that would be great if we can afford it. <laughs> So uh, yeah, right which now, right. right now I'm renting a two thousand dollar apartment in the oh, middle of nowhere because wow. I can't afford to be downtown. We're in a different landscape here, so and that's like, like
0: such that's a lot of money yeah, right there, like, right? So mm-hmm.
1: so like affording a fifty thousand dollar wedding minimum on top of everything else, yeah, wishful thinking right now right, for right, sure. Right. But um,
0: so that's part of it then, which is um, which is interesting because one of the the um, the trends is that millennials are living together at far greater rates because of financial reasons, and not not because of anything, not be necessarily because of love or whatever. But it makes more financial sense to start living together, or buy property together, or whatever it is.
1: Absolutely. So. Um- for instance, when my girlfriend and I, my long-term girlfriend and I, we were looking at buying a property last year, uh, we couldn't afford to do it even with a dual household income. Like we were talking with two of our other friends who are a couple as well. Hey, why don't we buy, let's say, a, a duplex and split right. that or like a triplex and right. maybe You have get to get creative, huh? Exactly. Exactly. You have to find uh, different like different answers to the solution because it's, it's not what your parents are telling you because your parents know nothing about how life is nowadays. Sorry, mom. You know.
0: Hey, hey, I'm speaking for all us your moms, know. okay? I'm like old enough to be your mom. What do you think, Brie? Uh
3: well, I'm also uh recently into a new relationship now. Um oh. but marriage far down the line. Okay. <laughs> Two months new. Okay. Um but I agree like the generational thing, like uh, I know myself and my partner as well, like we're both very career focused right now. And I think that plays a big role in it as well too. Like millennial, our generation wants to build a foundation, build a career before settling down with a family and kids. Whereas before that was the main goal and the main focus. And we're more, I guess, focused on ourselves and, and building our own career before that. And that's <laughs> quite true.
1: Yeah. Cause Gen X didn't have to worry about money necessarily. Like you mm-hmm. could get a, a, a job that was going to last you forever without a college degree and now a college degree is worth less than a trade job yeah (laughs) so (laughs) it's quite
0: it's quite interesting how it's uh that that, uh that big shift like there used to be a time when people stayed in in jobs for 20 years 30 years you don't see that anymore i think the average paris and i were talking about that what two and a half year two and a half years in the same position then you move on
1: well you know? exactly especially with millennials I was talk uh one of the, one of the clients of 360 punch shameless plug was um, <laughs> she has she has a uh, um uh, a baby cafe mm-hmm. right so uh, a cafe where you can bring your baby pretty self explanatory uh, she can't keep she has a millennial staff and she can't keep um a a a staff member for more than 7 8 months cuz they keep saying oh, I just want to find something new
0: Right, you know, right. It's
1: like, okay. Yeah, it's very different, yeah. very
0: different. Actually, this texter writes, uh, Millennials are becoming homeless at an alarming rate. Their focus is on paying the rent, not marriage or babies, which I think that's really interesting. It's <laughs> like uh, you're focused on, on just sur- – it almost sounds like you're focused on surviving You know, and well, getting somewhere. Well, that's somewhere.
1: exactly it. If you think about survival mindset, you have to take care of yourself before others. Right? So if, if my financial situation isn't taken care of, I need to take care of myself before others. So that's why it's not that family it's not that family's been put on the back burner. It's kind of that it's been forced to. Right, out of self-preservation. There's, yeah, there's no way around it. How right. am I going to afford something? It's almost a not if... a
0: choice anymore. It's, it's like it's a, not... it, that choice is almost taken away. Uh, text writes, my wife told me when I said I wanted to move in together, then she said she would never move in with somebody who she is not married to. And I said, how about engage? And then I proposed to her. My guess is that's not a millennial. That's yeah, not. that's, no. that's, no. that's
2: or, not or a millennial. A super old-fashioned millennial. <laughs> but, yeah. You know what? Even my mom Dump has her. always said, always. Dump her. Dump her. <laughs> Jeez, her. Harsh. Dump no, her. harsh. My mom always said from when we were little, she's like, you always have to live with the person before you marry them because you agree. never know. And it's so true because I have friends mm-hmm. who have been together for years and then they move to... in and after like two months of being together, they're like, oh, uh. like we can't live together and they completely split. And like, how do you know if the sex is good?
0: <laughs> well, nice. I, presumably you're having nice. sex before you're living together. Well, you know. Uh, <laughs> Well, she's not telling yeah. you to remain a virgin I mean more, until then. Yeah,
2: I mean more of that. <laughs> right.
0: I mean, you know. But interestingly enough, the divorce rate is higher for people who live together. Or it was. I don't know how it's changing for the millennial. Because now this is like a springboard. Like marriage isn't even... It's not... is it isn't necessarily the goal. Even living... Like it's just living together. And if it lasts, it lasts. And if it doesn't... I don't know. I don't know what you how you guys think about that.
3: But I don't think I'd feel comfortable like having kids with
0: somebody if i'm not married to them okay so that's still a traditional kind of thing for yeah. you what about you matt
1: so i mean like yes and no to a certain extent like i i personally i think millennials nowadays will still go by the tradition just to make their parents happy mm. right because <laughs> i think thank to you, you my of- kids yeah. Yeah. <laughs> make, make, make mama happy make yeah, mama know. happy <laughs> uh just because when i think on it i have i have one couple out of a few couples that are personal friends that um opted to have a child without getting married mm-hmm. but let, let's call it 75% 75% of my close personal friends anecdotally uh got married or engaged if they find out that they're pregnant okay. solely because they come from let's say uh, a christian household even though they don't believe in those values for instance their parents still do and uh they're still getting supported by their parents. Let's let's be yeah, honest. There's so, the other, there's I mean, yeah, there's another piece, too, that's happy. changed, right? Yeah. The
0: other thing, too, you you brought that up, is the wedding, you know, the $50,000 wedding or what have you. Millennials are opting out of, of weddings, it, it, like of, so, of having these big things, right? I think, I,
2: again, yeah, that comes down to the fact that it's, like, pleasing the family because not everyone wants a big wedding, and I feel like the more friends I talk to and the more millennials I talk to, everyone's really up for... A kind of small, quaint, and genuine celebration, rather than we have to invite the cousins of the cousins of the person. And I'm from an Italian family, so I get <laughs> inviting all your cousins. Yeah. I get it. Four
0: hundred people later. Oh,
2: pl- minimum, right? yeah. minimum. Right. But yeah, I think we're we're opting for a more kind of genuine experience, and you know, the love is between two people. And um, I think people are becoming a little more selfish in that way. In a in a good way, I think the word selfish has a negative connotation, but. I think sometimes you have to be, and when it comes to your marriage or the person that you're with, you should be a little bit selfish, and if you want a small wedding, do So a small it's not wedding.
0: that dream anymore. You know how little girls, like we often say, little girls used to dream of their princess wedding and mm-hmm. all that stuff. I think that's that's kind of changed. Very I think possibly, yes. I think you've had to, you, there's <laughs> like no choice. It's like, it's not going to happen. No. <laughs> it's like, unless yeah. there's, you know, some lots of money behind there. Uh, coming up, we'll talk about the new mantra of the single millennial, true or false, uh, sex, slow love.
2: I'll show up late to the parties Cause I'm hoping they will miss me I don't stay cause I'm no good at the games that you play I don't like to waste time What we could have been, should have been, never mind I don't like to rewind That's all in the past
0: I'm not waiting on Something that was never a safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. Wow, that music is spectacular. And that is uh, the music of Chinzia and the Eclipse, who's right here on our millennial panel, is a regular uh, with us. She's a singer-songwriter. That voice. That voice. Love listening to you. Thank you. Uh we have Brianna Chiz, who's a food blogger, and Matt Rosniak, who's a professional MMA fighter and co-founder of 360 Punch. Uh we're talking about this um I don't know where I saw this, but it's almost like somebody somebody said this was like the the new mantra of uh of the single millennial. Fast sex, slow love. <laughs> so what does that What does that mean to you? And could you uh, Would you agree with that statement? Who wants to start? Fast sex, <laughs>
1: slow love. One hundred percent. Really? One hundred percent. I
0: think. Say it's just, more. The, yeah. yeah, it's just
2: the fact that I think we're so used to instant gratification. So it's like it's just the whole culture, and like the dating culture is insane now because it's that's exactly what it is. It's you meet at a club, you make out. Fast sex, go, okay, are we getting brunch? No, it's going to be awkward, and then you never see each other again. That's all, like, that's basically what it is, and if you want to fall in love, you're kind of like the weird one who's like, what do you mean? Really? It's it's a weird, uh, I don't, I'm not a part of the dating scene because I find it super bizarre because of that, but... Yeah, that's what it is. But I think it's also I think it's
3: also like you need to know if your bodies work together, you know, you could spend like a lot yeah. of time with a person getting to know them and everything and then find out that later that the sex is terrible and uh
0: where do we go from here, you know? Yeah. Like <laughs> So the idea is have have sex as fast as possible, find out if you're sexually compatible, then then start dating.
3: I wouldn't say as fast okay. as possible. Wow. <laughs> I mean yeah, like you know take some time to get to know each other, a How little many bit. Dates? Uh I say minimum, minimum, like four.
1: I thought you had to say one. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but I think
2: you know what? (laughs) I think you can teach someone to have good sex because everyone has different preferences, or you guys can work that out. But you can't like stay with someone who has a shit, a bad personality, right? You know.
3: I mean, sometimes there's no fixing it though. (laughs) True.
0: Fixing the sex or the yeah, the, the if you're bad not compatible
3: sex. in that way, sometimes there's just no,
0: and also maybe not you, you don't bother to put in the effort to make mm-hmm. it good because mm-hmm. yeah, it's that disposable. In other words, not good, oh well, okay, like Back we just to won't Tinder. try, you know, yeah,
1: well, well, that's exactly what I was gonna say. I mean, like, relationships have been boiled down to a swipe. Right, you either swipe right or you swipe left, and it's it, at, at this point it's actually hilarious because I'm talking to my friends who are single. I'm speaking specifically about male friends. I'm sure it's very similar for females. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, let's be honest here. But um, no, like I, I, they go through phases of uh, dating apps as well. So not only do they go through phases of uh, relationships and through women. Let's say if I'm talking from the perspective mm-hmm. of of a male friend, they they literally go it. It's going on, which as said before, it's instant gratification. It's a culture of instant gratification of, I get a like on my phone, I get the endorphin rush for one second, and then I'm looking for my next one, yeah. right? So they go through dating apps as quickly as they go through women, right? So um, Nick, for instance, mm-hmm. right? Uh, blind Nick at our gym. He's a <laughs> savage. I love Nick. But um, <laughs> N- Nick is an absolute animal. He goes through dating apps, like left, right, and center, right? Every time he comes to the gym, uh, he's
0: got somebody new. He's got
1: somebody new, and Nick is coming up to me with a cell phone, because again Nick is blind as a bat and he's saying hey can you increase uh, my my age my age threshold like like what I want to be looking for like we go 18 to 30 we go like 20 to 50 I helped him you know? create his like, profile yeah you know for that? sure <laughs> for sure for sure and it's like as soon as he's and, and uh, like the week after you'll come in he'll be like do me a favor, bro. Just delete Tinder. Let's let's download Bumble. I'm on to the next. Bet, and, yeah. it's like, and he'll like fully focus on, on each app uh, as if it were another relationship. It's hilarious. He's
0: actually quite successful. No, he is. I mean, God bless him.
1: God bless, God his bless soul. him. Exactly. There's a talent
2: for people who can go through dating apps like that. Like I take my hat off. Oh, it's, so like it's, for the patience and the fact of like, talking with that but, many people at once I just can't do but it but I want
0: to get to that the sex part right so if somebody let's say uh, maybe your guy friends whatever you, you go on on one date maybe two like how fast do you expect sex
1: extremely fast like night of like if i <laughs> like when I was still single like if I wasn't having sex that night like, like i like i I would basically assume that you were a prude
0: so you was, so you would assume that the girl was also looking oh for sex God. on the Absolutely. first night. <laughs>
1: Like, absolutely.
2: Do you want like, 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 to kick him now? Why are we going oh, on a date? This is this is the exact reason, or one of the reasons that I'm not on dating apps because everything people is so like expected. Matt. Yes, well, they're okay. like, I'm going to get laid tonight. Like, maybe you're not. Be cool
1: first. Okay, well, the extreme <laughs> example of this is like sending a dick pic straight off of Tinder, where it's like, you <laughs> no, know, that's like, horrible. Like, no, but I'm that's, that's sorry. The, no, for sure, it's horrible. But like, that's the extreme example. It's like you you can tell very clearly what men want directly from the relationship and it's like if you're on a i don't know from the male perspective if you're on a dating app as a male we we're basically thinking of like one thing on a dating app and be like oh okay like like what you're gonna find love swiping right I do. i know a lot of people have. yes really my best friend
3: met her boyfriend Mm -hmm. on tinder Yeah. So, uh, so speaking to women, which is so interesting. <laughs> speaking to women,
0: I know Matt women who are approved. looking for relationships using these dating apps, and yeah. Matt's telling us the guys are looking really just for sex. Yeah. Well, uh, not every guy. Uh, like, not news, every guy. Yeah. <laughs> Newsflash,
1: ladies. Matt, sit down. Sit
0: down. Sit down. I know plenty of guys. I know know plenty of guys, plenty
2: of guys (laughs) who are on Bumble and Hinge specifically. Yeah, Hinge is for relationships.
0: Have you ever been on Hinge?
1: Give me a. No, 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 and, and definitely not for relationships. Like, no, that's where the guys who are faking, going to be, oh yeah, babe, yeah, I'll be in a relationship. Are for you sure. serious? <laughs> are you, you think I'm lying?
2: No, I think, <laughs> I think you need new guy friends. Yeah. That's, that's my opinion. Yeah, my <laughs> oh guys, man.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, uh, okay. There's a let's move on, shall we? Because like this isn't going well. <laughs> um, how do you negotiate? This is even better. How do you negotiate safe sex? So you're talking about having sex with all these people you negotiate night, night safe sex? yeah? Do you even There's talk a negotiation about it? Involved? Of course. <laughs> oh my god, Matt. Uh, I hope you use condoms all the time. Um, but how do you ask a new partner if they have an STI? Like. How do you talk about this? I want to know, is it easy, hard? Do you talk about it? Well, you You kind of hope it's hard before.
2: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Okay, The joke's (laughs) are for me, okay? Okay, (laughs) Sorry. Um, I think, honestly, I'm a super direct person no matter what. So I think if I'm about to sleep with someone, just
0: like, hey, are you clean? And like, and you believe them if they say, yeah. What do you think? The guy's gonna go, no, I'm not.
2: No, but you know, you kind of really. You're gonna use a condom. (laughs) (laughs) Grow up. Uh You're gonna use a condom either way. But I mean, if it's this like fast millennial sex, you kind of ask and like, if you're there, you're there already.
1: So yeah, yeah, let me tell you something right off the bat. No, you're not gonna use a condom every time. Definitely not. Um, See that
0: that's a more honest answer. And I'll (laughs) tell you statistically, he's right. Only about twenty percent, twenty five percent will use a condom every time. So why wouldn't you?
1: I'm drunk. I'm too horny. I'm excited. And why would uh, she even let you want to use a condom? Um, really? She so when again, want to? again, when, again when, I, when I was younger, um, I I would meet some girls or i would hear about that from some girls mm-hmm. where they were like yeah like if i'm if i'm having sex with this guy like, like even if it's a random guy like if they're being honest they'd be like yeah a lot of the times that i don't use a I'm, not, I'm not gonna use a condom, Jeez. It feels better without the condom. Uh, you know
0: i'm looking at anyway i want to continue this conversation because mm. i think this is really important to have a, a that safe sex conversation with you young folks <laughs> i i don't care if i get into my teacher mode i'm gonna do it because <laughs> we need to talk about this From the pleasure and the politics to the hang-ups and the heartbreak, you're listening to Passion, CJD 800. Always interesting conversations with our Millennial panel. We are live on Facebook, and you get to interact uh, with our guests as well and check out the behind-the-scenes conversations. Uh, Chincia is a singer-songwriter. Uh, Brianna Chiz is a food blogger. And Matt Rosniak is a professional MMA fighter and uh, a coach and co-founder of 360 Punch. So um, we've been talking a lot about sex, clearly. Mm. But I'm concerned about the the safe sex Part mm. of sex and i want to know how often you even have the conversation how comfortable you are to ask the person have you been tested can i see the results um you know do you even does that even ever 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 come up
3: honestly like me too i'm very forward like i will ask right away i'll be like but i'll slip it in there like very subtly like oh like are you good like put on a condom you know like Are you okay? Have you been tested recently? (laughs) Like, I'm not afraid to ask, honestly. I I do. (laughs) Uh,
0: What about, like, show me the papers? But that's the thing, like, you don't get those (laughs) anymore,
1: though. You don't get a call back or not. Yeah,
0: Yeah. it's like either you get a call or you don't. If you don't get a call, you're good to go. Like, (laughs) there's apps now, like, where you can put your info, like, where you can actually put your status down and share it with people. Anyway, yeah, there's, uh, we've had those people. So do you. Do you ever negotiate? Do you, do you ever care? Do you do, 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 when you were oh, oh, care dating? For
1: sure, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, um, care
0: enough to wear a condom every time, Matt?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean, like, like the vast He's majority. He's looking at me of, like, "Yes, mom." Like, like the vast majority of the time, doctor. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, no, like, if, if we're being perfectly honest, there's going to be that one or two times that you're you're drunk or uh, heat of the moment. And it's not that there's a lack of of uh, of anything being consensual. It's just there's a lack of oh stop. Let me think open about Open this it. up. Mm-hmm. Let me think about this. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like oh. and even
0: your partner doesn't do it. Like, well,
1: it, I mean it's it's not just the we're not just talking about the guy. We're also talking yeah, about exactly, the girl. Uh, yeah. It, you're, you're both feeling the same thing or similar things. So like oftentimes the female is also not thinking about it necessarily she's just like oh this is about to feel good
0: and do you ever ask yeah. about birth control just I, i'm curious about this because i've been i've i've seen the situation where men are like oh great yay! Yeah, yeah, i don't need to use a condom but then find out that uh, oh she's pregnant <laughs> you know like do you even find out what birth control they're on
1: so uh more so oh, God, i don't know if this is the same for every guy but when i was on the dating scene i would before finding out if even before i would have sex with them I would find out if, how would a lady um, go, a, what would be her behavior if she became fra- if she became pregnant? And there were times where I would stop a potential relationship if I found out or if the woman said, oh, I would, I would if I got accidentally pregnant, I would keep the baby for sure. 100%. Right. You know, like accidental pregnancy, I'm keeping the baby for sure. I'm like red flag. Ding, ding. I'm and, out. I'm out. Right. I'm out and tapping out. Right. Um, there, there, uh, there's obviously ways to find out. But uh
0: do you ever a- like do you- you're a straight up guy? Like, do you ask? Well, y- if you're not going to use well, no, a condom. Yes, yeah, yes.
1: Like, do I ask if they're on birth control? Absolutely. I think that's a very, very conservative thing to ask. If I'm if I'm being frank, I mean, like, are you on birth control? It's a yes or no question. I don't even see that as. Or no, it's like not that. taboo, it's... but
0: but I'm just thinking like you were describing. Well, heat of the moment, you're you may be tipsy, if, you're if, horny. If you're asking, I'm, like, if I'm are you going to ask, ask in the
1: moment, absolutely not. So then not...
0: you're taking a risk then in those moments.
1: I would say, usually the conversation has been in terms of birth control and mm-hmm. that has been done beforehand because before you have it's not like you haven't talked about sex before the sexual act. Well, like I at that we point. Have, well okay. yeah, for sure you you've led up to that point like how else are you supposed to flirt if you're not going to at least talk about sex to a certain extent and how long you're going to have to talk with your with this significant other of yours for let's say a few hours minimum so the topic's <laughs> going to come up unless well, it's just hope like so. you come over <laughs> here <laughs> right uh just like, uh,
0: as a point i think somebody was was asking on the text you know are you advocating for abortions as a method for birth control i don't think that's what matt meant knowing matt like it's not like oh sure this is your form of birth control abortions no what you're saying is you don't want to be a baby daddy like, Correct. you know, without you planning it ahead of time, which is why you have to take some of that responsibility, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. At Asking. least
1: preemptively. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, and especially if somebody, and you don't know, a lot of men get tricked into, like, um, you know, I've seen that happen too, where they, the the woman wants to get pregnant. You don't know about it.
1: Which blows my mind, because I've also heard of this happening, and I, I've heard about this happening through th- through friends of friends. Like, the woman will uh, poke a hole in the condom, for instance, oh, or Whoa. accidentally get pregnant. And <laughs> This kind of stuff th-
0: does happen. And
1: I thought that was left with the last generations, to be honest with you, because, like, I don't, I don't know. I... I
0: no, um, I guess not. I guess, I guess not. not. Maybe the
1: ladies can answer that question. Ladies, do
0: people do guys ask you about your birth control? Um, do they bother?
2: Honestly, I think I've been asked maybe a couple of times, but even at that, it's it's almost as if—and I'm like, I'm not saying every guy is like this—but it's almost as if they just ask to ask, and no matter what you say, it's still going to happen anyway. You know, well, I mean, like it's like, again, yes. it's you're in the heat of the moment, and it's that that moment of like, I want this now, and I don't really care, and I think. Um, a lot of our generation is um like reactive instead of proactive.
0: Mm. So like, oh we'll Which deal with it if good. it comes. Right. It, not like-
2: in a case like this,
0: but I mean, that's a big decision to make. And, you know, Mm. when you're talking about either keeping a pregnancy, terminating a pregnancy, that's a huge Mm. decision that people don't think about until they get into that position. Yeah, or even STDs. you have to think about, and STDs, and ones that stay for life, and, Mm. you know, all these things. Like, how are you not thinking it through? This is where I have a hard time, like, how do we get the message through to young people if you're already thinking this way it's like oh we'll deal with it whatever happens you know we'll deal with it
1: i think there's always going to be a baseline so like i'm trying to think like while you're while you're talking what's changed now versus 30 years ago Right, and I think just the rates in general—I'm pretty sure—teen teen pregnancies, at least in North America, have decreased. But there's always going to be a baseline because it just comes down to human nature. Like in the heat of the moment, am and I lack going of to education, you, human education? nature,
0: and, and frankly, lack of education. I just Talking want to share away. one last text. I used to conform to the millennial fast sex until about a year ago, where I started questioning my self-worth. But if I'm really attracted, I will have sex. But I no longer give in under pressure lately i've been attracting submissive males who i refuse to have heterosex and we are considering me using a strap-on which is likely to transmit std and pregnancy and i get to be dominant so win-win i'm not sure where that's going are, are we but about a man or a woman i, I really uh, I don't, okay. know. I don't okay. know at this point we'll just leave we'll just leave people guessing how's yeah. that that's, there you go. guys it's uh always fun uh, talking with the younger generation and seeing where your heads are at so i've got a clear view here tonight uh Chinzia, where can people find you? Um,
2: they can find me on Facebook and Instagram or Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere that you listen to music under Chinzia and the Eclipse, C-I-N-Z-I-A, the Eclipse.
0: Wonderful. And uh, Brianna Chase, where can people find you on uh, social media?
2: Instagram as well, FoodieBrie or
0: FoodieBrie.com. Wonderful. And Matt Rosniak, I know we can find you at 360 at Punch and At 360 day. Punch,
1: at 360 Punch, at 360 Punch. <laughs> Thank you. Come
0: punch him out. You punch might out. want to at, Every, this <laughs> Every feminist, at this point. At this point, I'm ready yeah. to take you on. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, yeah. Uh, to Paris Man. Story for uh, keeping us uh, here on track on Facebook Thank Live. You, Thanks Paris. to all our Facebook uh, listeners, viewers as well. Thanks to Chris in master control tonight. Thanks to all of you for spending time with us. You can connect with me on social media at Dr. Lori Batito, Don't forget to like the uh, Dr. Lori page so that you'll be alerted whenever we go on Facebook. Have a great rest of the evening and remember to live your life with passion.